0: Welcome to Dice and Pixels, episode four. We have a really good show for you tonight. We think we're not sure we haven't done it yet, so it probably will be. It'll be the best. It will be the greatest. Yeah, it'll be the best episode number four we've ever done. Exactly, top number four. Right, awesome. Cue intro. That was our intro. <laughs> Can we get a better intro? Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll improve it a little bit. So, tonight on the show, we had a bunch of different things. We're going through our top fives. A whole bunch of good, good old top fives. Um... But first ever, we will go to stuff that's going on in the news. Yeah, what's going on, QB? Uh, okay, well, uh, probably the biggest piece of news uh, that hit uh, late last night or early this morning in, the, terrible, in the gaming world. is horrible. No, it's not, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> it's nin- awful. It's the worst thing ever. No, it's, it's fine. Sorry, go on. It's all good. Um, you don't even know what it is. It's- no. <laughs> Nintendo has announced and uh, shown a little bit of a video on their new console system, the Nintendo Switch. Um, I can see you frantically like grabbing your phone to go, I need to watch the no, video I don't so I you know, know what, you're what talking he's talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. no, um, I've just gotta work out do I need to replace the Wii or not with, you know, something that's worse okay. than the Wii. Because I Wii replaced U. my Wii with a it's Wii. It's a Wii U. Oh, okay. I replaced my Wii with a Wii U, yeah. regrettably. So I'm just so, trying to work out whether or not there's more
0: regret coming. Uh, not really. You just replace your Wii U with a Wii and you'll be happy. <laughs> Cause it was better. <laughs> um no, okay, the the uh, Nintendo Switch essentially, it's a how do I describe this? It's a console that sits next to your TV and you play as a console with a controller and then you can pick up the controller and you can like slot those onto a thing in the console and you lift a screen magically out of the console and then you can walk away and just play it in bed or on the road or whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, and take it with you. Uh, and then you can like, there's a video of a guy taking it on a plane and then there's a video of a bunch of people sitting around in the circle in the middle of a public place playing uh, games on these little screens in front of them, which that will never happen. Okay. Because security guard's going to be get out. I don't Get know what I don't know what's going on over at, over at Nintendo, but um am I
1: out of line in saying that game console developers should really have only one focus to make a goddamn console that's it yeah. just just make a console that people can play on
0: <laughs> they've made
1: one, but surely game what? developers are looking at shit like this and just going. I- I don't know what
0: to make for this. No, I'm, I'm you no know,
1: like with a Playsta- PlayStation or an Xbox. Like it's it's pretty straightforward. There's the console. There's the tech. Go and create yeah. games. Yeah. Whereas
0: with this, it's like I I don't know. It's 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 interesting in terms of like you look at the the last ones like the Wii U greatest example. They went, hey, it's a Wii U, and everyone went, oh, it's a high def Wii, but it's not that high def. It's it's high def. Last generation high def, not the new high def high def. And Nintendo went, oh, game developers, do you want to make games for it? And they went, oh, no, we're good. Yeah, there's like like 12 games on Wii U. And there only ever will be. And
1: they're not great. Like, I mean, you've got like Mario Kart's always good and Donkey Kong's always good. Yeah, but they're the Um, ones
0: made explicitly by Nintendo for the console. What else are they doing? (laughs) Like, seriously, (laughs) like, what are these people doing? They did, okay. They got the DS, which they made ages ago before mobile phones were popular. Mobile phones kind of make them defunct. Then they made them bigger and bigger and bigger. And then they added some three D, in. and then they make them bigger again. Okay, so what are they up to? The DS four hundred and eighty six, three DS X five, something like that.
1: Z. Okay, so I had, I had a I had a client way back in my days when I used to work for an IT company, and we we, oh. had, we had this yeah you know. No, we had this client where um they had some issues with the CEO uh, over and over and over. His Dick. Oh, worse than that. But anyway, I won't go into too wow. details. point is they got to a point where this company, they were basically government funded, but not government. And they uh, they ended up without a CEO for a year. And the new CEO came in after the year and turned out that there'd been some change had been made to the permissions on their server so that none of their staff could actually access any of their um, shared files. Well, that's good. Yeah. So the CEO asked me to change it. And then she said, hang on a second. This is all of our files. I'm like, yeah. She goes, so they couldn't access anything for a year. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what the hell have they been doing for a year? Well, that's an excellent question. <laughs> so that, <laughs> thats a question for your management staff. So Nintendo, what have you been doing? Because you haven't they, been developing games.
0: No, no, no. They were working on the one—the—the the, the new Zelda that was been under development for the last uh, 47. I'm gonna look up years. how many staff Nintendo. No way. Now on. you're just being Nintendo mean. staff. <laughs> Okay, okay. What, are they all secretaries? Okay, I mean, no, come no, on.
1: No, no, no. There's the,
0: the guy and the secretary. The
1: it's like 99,000 secretaries all answering the phone going, yeah, no, we promise there's some weird ass <laughs> new console coming.
0: Well, you realize they weren't a gaming company to begin with. Um, can't yeah. remember exactly. They were like, they made washing machines or? No, it was
1: something, something. similar. It was like playing cards or something, I yeah, think. Yeah, something really bizarre. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, anyway, anyway, uh, next point there, the, the Nintendo Switch, this one you'll find interesting, is a cartridge system.
1: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> yes right it's a cartridge based system um tiny little cartridges
1: there's 5,064 people who work for nintendo okay okay doing what they're t- uh, name, testing name job the- roles testing what they didn't develop any
0: games i t- They've already released the console. Developing the next seven Mario platform games. No, they, they don't need to do that. Well, they do it anyway. Well, no, because <laughs> you try and coming. tell them. No, what are they doing? Uh, well, well yeah, anyone out there that works for Nintendo, let us know what you're doing. I mean, they're, <laughs> a, they're a $500 billion company. Yeah, I know. right? So, so they're not doing badly.
1: No, but what are those 5,000 people doing?
0: I Since the Wii, I've been a little bit disappointed in them. Yeah, And before that, since the GameCube, I'd been a little bit disappointed in them. They, they, they occasionally just appear and just drop everyone's pants, but not all the time. So, anyway, that's, that's, that's our first thing in the news. And the other one the other one is a nice local news that you came across this morning. What did you find? The, the, the bar that's opening, <gasps> the, the yes. arcade. Yes, tell everyone about that.
1: Okay, so it has come to my attention that there is a new gaming bar coming to Brisbane.
0: I have missed gaming bars and cafes. <laughs>
1: What's it called? Nether... Netherworld. Netherworld. So it's a bar, arcade, and diner. Now, there's very little information about it. Um, but I like is... that, though. Yeah, but this is the. It's got
0: arcade machines
1: yeah, this... and tabletop
0: games. I want to be there now. It's an empty room right now, but I want to be. Okay. Yeah, so
1: there is, there is a photo on, uh, on their Instagram. It looks sizable. So, well, it doesn't
0: look like anything, it just looks like an empty warehouse. Yeah, but... but it's a sizable, empty warehouse. Yeah. Okay, they have, what is it, 24 pinball machines? Pretty sure they've got space.
1: Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Unless they've wall-mounted all of them, which probably would be a bad idea.
1: Yeah, so anyway, so it's called Netherworld. This is the description of it. In the wastelands of the valley... I'm sold already. That's accurate. It's accurate. (laughs) Uh, Far beyond where Brisbane punters should dare explore lies the netherworld, a drinking hole and diner collecting gaming relics from decades past. It hosts over 15 pinball machines, 25 arcade machines, classic consoles, and countless board games spanning from the 70s until present day. Now, I don't know who's funding this. I don't know where it's come from. There is
0: literally... No information about these guys. Which is great. We're going to do some digging throughout the week. It only came to our attention this morning, so we had very little prep time. If you're but involved in this, if you know who they yeah, are... Yeah, we, we want to get you on the show. We want to know who they are. Amazing.
1: Um, because this is, this is a venue uh, that Brisbane needs. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a store. And the stores are great, but the problem with the store is that it's very difficult to promote one store over another. Yeah, because yeah. you'll have people who love the Magic Vault over at Alderley, um, who won't go to Fast break over at Nunda because they want to go to G- Ace Comics at generally, Generally,
0: like you can't drink in a store. Generally. Well, you just don't tell them. Oh, well, I can't. Oh, we don't do that. It is the valley. <laughs> it is the valley. I mean, everybody's drinking in the valley all the time. <laughs>
1: um, no, but it's, it, it's more than that, though. It's, it sounds like this is going to be a nice independent venue with a bar. Yeah, it's looking good. Everyone, keep an eye
0: on that Netherworld. Hopefully, it sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, if if they're going to have lots of board games, it sounds like as well. They're probably going to have some gaming tables. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Well, you'll be
0: all over that. Oh yeah, you'll be jumping on that straight away.
1: Oh my god, yes. Um, so yeah, so I want to know who they are from Dutch Potatoes' perspective. We want to know who these guys are, so we can get involved
0: and promote the hell out of them. Hell yes. So bring it on, everyone. Check that out. Hey, on to the next topic. Uh, for our show, top five. Now, you hit me up with this question the other day and I was completely unprepared, which is great because now I'm more prepared, but I still don't know what my answers are. Yeah. Uh, so, that says a lot about my psyche. Uh, I don't um, know
1: if unprepared is the right word because you came up with about 17 different Well,
0: games. it took me a while, though. Quick rundown. What would be your top five games oh, I of all time? I haven't prepared anything. You don't need uh,
1: <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so top five games. I think number one on the list, um, because this had the most impact on me, I think, out of any other game, was Vampire Masquerade.
0: Yeah, it was a cool game. Amazing was a very game. cool game. I, I love that one.
1: I, I have this memory of it as well,
0: and I don't know if that memory is even accurate. Uh, I've played it again recently. I'll, your memory is not accurate, but it was
1: a wonderful game. Well, I, it, se- I seem to remember it being quite a complex game. And what you it did... was... The, you started off in the past and then progressed through until the well,
0: present day, right? No, I'm thinking of Bloodlines. You're thinking of the... I'm thinking of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. I remember you started in the city. You start in the city and now, see, you there, go around the city. And, okay, well,
1: in that case, there's another game which had more of an impact on me, but I thought it was always... Vampire
0: Masquerade. Oh, correct. well, I thought Vampire Masquerade, Great was great. I thought it was a good game. but well, I don't know what the hell this game is. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's so my number one no, Top of your list. Number one, I have no idea. No idea. There's a, some vampire a dream. game out there. Some dream. vampire dream.
1: <laughs> great. Uh, number two, easily Starcraft 1. Yeah. I've probably played that game more than anything else.
0: Yeah. I think the majority of... um, Wow. Most of Southeast Asia would agree with you there. Yeah. Particularly Korea. Of course. Yep. Oh, yes um see that's actually
1: that's you know there's a really interesting story behind starcraft and korea um and i i realize we often sometimes skip over this kind of thing but we do have a lot of listeners out there who um are not let's say ingrained in this kind of culture as we are but do you actually do you know the history of uh, of starcraft i have no idea so starcraft um the reason why it gained such popularity in korea and what Maybe a lot of people out there don't know is that in Korea, StarCraft One is its own uh, massive enterprise. Um, not so much uh, more StarCraft Two now, but yeah, originally StarCraft One. So they oh, have, it was
0: it was the beginning of uh, of league, league Esports. Oh yeah, yeah, undoubtedly.
1: Um, and they have in in South Korea. It's it's South Korea, not North Korea. But it's funnily <laughs> enough, because in North Korea they got like twelve websites or something. <laughs> Yeah, in, and they're all accessible only from within North Korea. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but in in South Korea, uh, they have entire news channels, not just shows. But oh, it's big. Entire, entire channels, channels dedicated. They have there, they is. they have stadiums that are to do with it. Um, I remember seeing an interview once with um, the South Korean. I think it might have been the soccer team, and they had a visit from the number one StarCraft team come and visit them before they were going into their championship match. And that was done because the StarCraft players were the heroes of the soccer team. They, That's they, awesome. They went into soccer because they couldn't make it a StarCraft This is players. the
0: world that I wish I'd been born into, oh, it's incredible it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> so, so anyway, so where it all started is um, way back in the day, um, uh, South Korea's economy tanked and they had huge unemployment. So the way the government- uh, the South Korean government um, uh, addressed this issue is they established a whole bunch of internet cafes with a whole bunch of free games, okay. and the number one game that used to get played all the time was StarCraft. So I think was and it was I can't remember the exact number, but it was something staggering. It was like eighty five percent unemployment or something wow. ridiculous. So they had, these people had nothing to do. Because there was no... They, they just couldn't do anything. So, they, they everything was free. So, basically stopping them from rioting. By, Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were just <laughs> trying to... that's fantastic. Yeah, they were just trying to entertain them. Um, so, they... Um, uh, uh, yeah, so the, they started up leagues, local leagues, and then regional leagues, and then nationwide leagues. And, and then, then you got
0: the international leagues. And then, of course, because in. this
1: is what everyone was doing, all the press got involved, and they started covering it more. And then a couple of news channels came out and were like, hey, we could employ people to cover this, to play this. We could sponsor people. Um, and then it just sort of went from there and grew into what it is now. But it
0: happened over a really short period of time, like only a few years. That's amazing. It, it, it grew. It grew far larger than Blizzard expected it to. Oh, yeah. Um, but that was great. Starcraft was a, it was a good old game. Starcraft was good. Mine. Warcraft was a good frame of mine. But, but the mods, Warcraft 3, I played more of that in high school than any other game because of the mods. I never really played it that much. I, I rarely played the base game. Um, but that but was the tower defense. But see, that tower was tower defense was
1: born in Warcraft Three. But see, that's because my my high school friends were not huge laners. No. I didn't really start landing until my first year of uni, my, which was my new. only friends at high school were all yeah. weapons. <laughs> um, I destroyed is, my, my childhood house. No, all all my friends were hackers. There were a couple that got put in jail for um for hacking some very oh, I forgot what school websites. you went to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, next on your list. Keep going. So next (laughs) on the list, I'm going to say Command and Conquer Generals. Interesting. Yeah. Now, that was a good game. I was tossing up whether or not to say Command and Conquer or Red Alert. Because Command and Conquer, yeah. The original Command and Conquer had a pretty, pretty big impact, but I think Command and Conquer Generals was one of the most fun games I've ever played.
0: What was the first one that they actually promised that did legitimately use 3D graphics? Yes. I remember uh, to to Iberian Sun, they went, oh, use voxels for everything. Nah, they used it for the car tires when you blew cars up. It was a fun game, though. Oh, it was a good game. I loved it. Yeah. I I liked all of those ones. They're all great. Uh, How many is that? Is that three or four? Uh, I don't know. Okay, probably three. Including the one that you couldn't remember the name of. (laughs) I don't know. Let's Um, say that's three.
1: Okay, now I'm going to put Portal 2 on the list. Yeah, that's on my list.
0: Yeah, Portal 2... um, uh I that needs no oh my God, you don't even need to describe why it was just awesome,
1: oh, yeah, in fact, I'm gonna make that my number one there you because go. i I have never enjoyed another game more than I've enjoyed that game. that was a great game um now i'm gonna add I'm gonna go six by the way, because no. I've got a tie, and I was tossing up whether or not to say this because of. Previous episodes. Um, okay, uh, if you uh, say Call of Duty, you're getting out. It's the original Call of Duty. Oh, the, uh, okay, well, okay playing, okay. playing through the single player. I forgive anything up to Modern Warfare. Um, I never really enjoyed first person shooters at all until I played the original Call of Duty. That was a good game. Um, and I, I would imagine it plays like dog shit now, but. Probably. <laughs> but all the new ones do too, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, but the only other one that I have on my list would be um, uh, Dragon Age. Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, that was a really good game. I liked all of the Dragon Age. Yeah, games. that. Um, I, and again, I oh. it was it had been a long time since I really got into an RPG. You're destroying my carefully crafted list by uh,
0: <laughs> throwing in curveballs that I didn't think of.
1: Yeah, and see my um, I, and see this. It's funny because there's a lot of games now where I really like, like I mean things like Terraria. Troy, it's a fun game. Jump in, play it, but I just... Yeah, but you've
0: only played it on tablet. You no, haven't really I have played, have played it. on PC. It just... No. It
1: just... I just...
0: I Unless don't... you've played it multiplayer on PC over the course of about 40 hours. No. I just don't find it has the longevity. Oh, shut up, not Wesley. For not for
1: me. So... <laughs> <No. laughs> Get off my bridge! Oh my god, I've
0: been watching the uh, the first series. I know you have as well. Oh, on Blue- Netflix, in, it's, it's been like remastered. The remastered. Isn't it great? Did oh my! You see god. when Wolf bumped his yes. elbow on the on the mountain background. Yeah, 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 yeah which is awesome. great. Um,
1: yeah. My my favorite point. Um, uh, I was watching it. My wife was in the background. Um, and there's a few points where Picard is like, just he's one second away from going, get the fuck off the bridge, Wesley. <laughs> and my my wife was like watching the background. She goes. Was Picard always such a prick, and i went i I don't remember him no, being not, a prick. not in the later seasons
0: it was it it's was in that early first on. season it yeah, had this edginess
1: yeah but but I, there's a um there's a documentary on Netflix at the moment, um, I think it's called the captains, yeah 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 I've um, seen that. Oh, my God. It's such a good documentary. Um, it's, it's just interviews with all the different captains. And um, the guy who... Um, what's, what's, what's the name of the guy who does um, uh, uh, Deep Space Nine? Um, uh,
0: Cisco. Um, uh, oh, my God. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, Whatever his name is. He's like a university lecturer now. Oh, my God. He's such a hippie. Oh, God, like, yes. Like in this thing, he's clearly stoned during his interview. Uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> is that the one where they interview him on stage and they ask him and he just goes well and then he sat there for like three minutes and went like somebody said what is what's what's your favorite like things that you do and he just leans forward and he goes um
1: books and that's it. No, well, his answer is like you know when you think about acting, acting is something which is in all of our souls, and it it just touches everyone, and you can feel the energy of everyone, all the audience who's watching my shitty sci-fi series. it's <laughs> like, what the
0: fuck are you talking about? There was a there was a talk show. There was a talk show that had on. I think it was it was uh, William Shatner. Pretty sure they're Patrick Stewart. They had. Oh, I can't. I, the internet's not working, so I can't find out his name. And the guy that played Benjamin Cisco. And uh, what's his name from Quantum Leap? He was Captain Archer from Enterprise, and they were all on stage, okay. and the reactions were great. Like they'd say, eh, "What was?" And it, it was um, it was also conducted by uh, what's his name? The guy that plays Jack Harkness. He was the guy that like oh, hosted it. It was, it was fantastic. fantastic. Um, and he's just like, "Oh, what was your what was your favorite thing about the thing?" And Patrick Stewart's like, "Well, I used to get home that right there, and I just used to mess with people. It was amazing." <laughs> and then he goes over to Cisco, and he goes, "I." Smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> and then it's like over to, uh, over to William Shatner. He goes, well, Danny the whole show was about me. So I loved it. <laughs> and then they're across to the guy that played Archer. And he was like, well, they approached me about playing this character. And I basically shit myself. And I went, no, I don't want that role. And I went, no, we really want you for the role. And he goes, no, because I'm following Shatner and Patrick Stewart and stuff. And he looks around the stage. He goes, I'm terrified. He goes, there's no way. And he said the show he said, I know the show didn't do well in the last seasons because I'm not surprised. We couldn't live up to these guys. <laughs> Did it do well in any season though? Um like yeah. Enterprise I was always. Season four, I think it started to pick up just before they cancelled it. But a lot of shows mm-hmm. do that. It's it's like too little, too late. Like uh the, the Stargate universe yeah, Stargate finally universe, yeah. got interesting and then they it. Yeah. Eh. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's sorry, your anyway. list. There's your list. Yeah. What's your list? my list. Uh Portal Two's on mine. Probably the top of mine. Uh, for the reasons you've gone through. Um, one of the games I played the most as a kid competitively, Worms, the original Worms. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's one of my favorite games. I, I used to play on Mega Drive. Oh, I, I used to Mega play Drive, I Think. I played on PC constantly. It yeah. had the extra track on the CD, which was the Worms-like song. Like it was sung in the style of War of the Worlds. So it was like a narrator oh, and then all this yeah. stuff. It was great. Um, Terraria is on there because I've sunk more hours into that than I have into doing things like mowing my lawn. Uh, (laughs) over the course of my entire life. Uh, Diablo 2. Used to play Diablo 2 with a really good mate of mine, Josh, in um, uni. And I remember when I moved house, the first uh, two weeks, I took my bed and a trestle table and Josh and I played Diablo 2. Then I started getting phone calls from my parents saying, you're going to come and get all your shit? Because like, (laughs) we don't want any of this stuff. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just got to finish this playthrough. Yeah, for some some
1: reason, Diablo 2 just really encouraged that.
0: Oh, it encouraged obsessive behavior.
1: Yeah, did Diablo 2 have that thing that 1 did where if you owned the game, you could give like a free multiplayer. I don't think people? so. Cuz that in Diablo 1, that was amazing.
0: I don't think so. That I was... also I also don't uh <laughs> I was going to get in trouble there. Um I was going to say I know a lot of people that didn't Wait, no, they all did. All of them owned the game. Did... Everyone I knew owned the game. Yes. Really? Yes. I was going to say did anyone own Diablo 2? Um no, yes. Yes, lots and lots of people owned Diablo 2. I'm I'm sure. They made lots of money, so uh there were no co- there were no cracked copies of Diablo 2 ever. Well, hang on. I'm anyway, just, I'm just looking up I've the number of
1: sales that. of Diablo 2. It's four globally. There you go. Four people bought Diablo 2. Yes. Yeah, one of the most popular games. The world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So oh, anyway, from memory, it was expensive, wasn't
0: it? Uh, it's it's still pretty pricey. It's still no, about but, forty fifty bucks.
1: No, but I, yeah, I seem to remember it being. Wasn't about 150 bucks. Oh, or dude, this was on
0: the tail end of when games were coming out from places like Manicom and stuff, who were selling games like 10 bucks on on disc. That was only a few years before this. So, yeah, see, um, Manicom, see, Jill um, of the Jungle. I'd like to add that to my list.
1: Okay, really interestingly, um, the total number of copies sold of Diablo II, um I think Google is 400 billion. Well, no, it's. This is how the number is expressed, as far as Google. I just searched Diablo Two sales, so feel free to look it up. Uh, The number of total copies sold: zero four zero exclamation four million. There's something a little bit screwy going
0: on with that, right? Yeah,
1: I'm just going to look at it,
0: and and there is this better source needed. So, yeah, I think so. (laughs) Like a a numeric value, that'd be nice. Um, Holy crap, monkeys! That's messed up. Yeah, so... Um... Well, okay, Diablo 2 is on my list. Uh, one that... Okay, I struggled to get this down the list because I- I'm I'm not including big-name games. There's been a number of really big-name games, apart from Diablo 2, that I really liked, like... Uh, loved Last of Us, one of my favorite games. Loved the Bioshock series. They were great. And Infinite... Really liked it. Um... However, I'm trying to restrict it, if I can, to not necessarily indie titles, but smaller titles. I realize I've listed things like Portal 2 and Diablo 2, but I want to at least include some indie ones on there. Um, faster Just, than hang, one. hang on, hang on. Faster than life. Tell you what, at the end of this, why don't we do a top
1: three uh, small games? So, oh, okay. either indie games or smaller games. Okay,
0: that's fine. Yeah. Well, my list is done. I'll come back to that later. I'll come back to that later. Uh, that that That's including all of, the, all of the many free RPGs that I downloaded. All of those, yeah... Remember the days when you could troll the net and there'd be like 7,000 RPGs that were really badly translated to English and they were all free? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Was that yeah. one you
0: used to play? Yeah. You had one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's um, there was a game called Silk Road um, and I used to play it with uh, uh, a mate of mine, Brendan. Um, and it, I don't even know why we got into it, but we really did in like a massive way, huge way. Um, and it was very, it was a very pretty game.
0: Really pretty game. Ah,
1: uh, that
0: kind of Eastern, yeah, flavor and history and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's and that's all made it It's really a very good. Eastern RPG. That, that might be. A no one cares better. about the West. Well, it's no, a bunch we'll of see, tumbleweeds see, in the desert and people we'll see, kicking wait, each other.
1: See, when you went in, the the, the two sides you could choose from were um, Chinese or European, right? Yeah, but Europeans just no. But the really interesting thing is that the European characters, the only difference in the models, they had brown hair instead of black hair. That's it. Otherwise, they were
0: identical. Oh, yeah, this, point, oh, this was right. the day in saving, saving models and saving yeah. texture capacity. Which is, which is fine. Kind of but, but, I
1: mean, and what, one good thing, though, is because it was um, a Chinese RPG, you had so many people playing it. So, it was never, yeah, see, that never been awesome. at a loss for players. right? Um, so, the, the whole idea of this, and, and it was back when uh, people were trying to come up with something different. So, it was a competitor wow, mm. realistically. Um, but it's... The way that they did it is they had this really cool mechanic in it where once you hit level 10 or 20 or whatever it was, um, you would choose to either be a trader, a thief, or a bodyguard. And then the idea is that um, it was based on Silk Road. So, the the road that goes Hmm. through Asia between um, uh, 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 Istanbul, um, or it used to be called um, uh, Constantinople in Turkey. Right, Istanbul,
0: not Constantinople.
1: Well, it used to be called (laughs) Constantinople. It's now called, and then it got renamed to Istanbul.
0: That's just the modern name for it. I, I'm going to play the Welcome song. to Fun Facts no, with Cubie and Buck. I'm going to play the song at the end of this uh, thing. <laughs>
1: um, so it was all about this road. So the idea is that you would, as a trader, would go and buy a whole bunch of stuff that you would sell. Um, you and you you would have to take your caravan, which would move quite slowly from one one end of the Silk Road to the other. And you'd hire bodyguards, and you would. It had an in-game mechanic where you could work out an exchange rate that would then go like a, a certain payment, which would then go into escrow. Um, so when you got to the end. As a bodyguard, you would automatically get You'd paid. you get the money. Oh. right?
0: To stop people from going, thanks
1: for doing my work,
0: bye. Exactly. Yeah, okay. right? And it
1: was all about the, the old ruins of Constantinople. Holy crap. The guys who made Silk Road made it identical to what it used to look like. They'd gone and they'd found all the old models. So, when you were walking through the buildings wow. in Silk Road, they looked identical to the actual ruins, the actual buildings. So the wow. amount of artistic development that had gone into this oh, game, see, and
0: no one, no one, no one would have even known that. No, no, it was just especially, especially the um. Well, pe- like, okay, no, the people playing may it have done in, that, but the people in Europe playing it would have just
1: gone, "Oh, that's pretty good." Well, no, I reckon only people playing it in Turkey would have known. Yeah, because how else would you know unless you'd actually been there or, or seen them? But um, but yeah, no, we uh, uh, the only reason Brendan and I stopped playing that is really we got we got to the point where we couldn't really progress. Uh unless we started botting, basically. Yeah. Because it was just it was just a massive grind fest. And that is the that is really the ultimate failing of most Eastern based RPGs. It does they they do love to grind. Yeah. But the again, you know the really interesting thing? Um the reason for that is most of these RPGs are actually not to be they're not designed to be played by a person sitting at home. They're designed to be played at internet cafes. Yeah. So when you're grinding, you're socializing, you're you talking you got a bunch of people around you, you've got, a got a stuff going on. on. Um Ah,
0: internet cafes. Yeah. The dead relic of the of the long gone past. Only
1: over here. They're still really popular in um in Asian countries. It's yeah. still
0: a, a so seems to be a social activity. Many a Friday night did I wander down to the bunker on Queen Street Mall to be yelled at by a twelve year old and being told that I was a dick and that apparently he fucked my mum. Oh. You've never experienced That's life nice. until you, like, as a 19, 20-year-old guy, you're sitting in a net cafe and a 12-year-old walks up to you and starts going, You fucking heap of shit! I'm gonna fucking fuck you all over the fucking floor! I'm gonna get a knife and cut you up for here and wear you as a coat! I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, fuck. Yeah, probably. Who raised you? <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Damage! Um... So there we go. I think we've worked out through our casual games. Now, now, um let's check out cuz I know you had a mobile game you were looking at this week you're going to review that you were very excited okay, about. Okay, this
1: is this is actually by far one
0: of my I want to do, do mine first. I want to do mine first and then I want to explain how the uh developer uh, unintentionally trolled me last night. Unintentionally. It was unintentional. Completely unintentional, but I felt trolled. It was great. All right, I'll tell you what, you do yours first oh.
1: and I'll definitely listen to you. You can get sloppy I seconds. Um, okay. And
0: I, I won't play mine. Right, okay. So the game that I picked up the other day, and this is because I saw it mentioned in the Brisbane indie game developers. This is a Brisbane-based developer. Um, and he is... we uh, who were hoping to get on the show this week, but I was sick, so we couldn't do the interview. Um, James Bowling from the 8.5-bit podcast uh, has a games development uh, entity called Blocky Pixel. And the game is called Astro Attack. Now, okay, the best way to describe this game is, you know Space Invaders? Yeah. You know Space... Do you remember Space Invaders where oh, you yeah. invade from the top? Okay, it's Space Invaders. You can move your ship by dragging your finger around. However, the, the only difference is you compare it like, you know, you had Space Invaders and then you also had those games in the... Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you had the games in the uh, in the 90s that were like the top-down flies like F... F- whatever it was Raptor where you'd like basically fly up the screen and shit would come down from the top and you'd have to destroy it and shoot yeah, it and there, then you get upgrades that give you better weapons and yeah, stuff there, like there that yeah there
1: was a really popular um, one based in the early days with, like the Mega Drive I think it was, I was Mega Drive I was Master hate. Store there were hundreds of the freaking that things. one was
0: huge um, so anyway, it's a combination of both of those. So you've got stuff coming down from the top, you've got a little ship at the bottom and you can get power-ups and stuff like that. Now, the one key difference, the thing that I like is in order to make it so you don't have to just keep going, oh, i just like, a fire now, i fire now. What I remember about those games when I was a kid is what do you do when you're shooting? Oh, you hold down the fire button and you don't let it go while you're in the game. Yeah. You never let go. So they've in this game chosen to just go, oh, we'll just make a fire constantly and you move your ship and you can basically do stuff now. You look at it and on the surface, it's very simplistic. Oh my god, I have put like 40 or 50 hours into this game so far because, wow. as you destroy stuff, you get coins, and it's got the usual, you know, the reward progress thing. So you get coins that you pick up, and you get power ups, and you get bosses, and you got all of these missions and da- daily missions that renew every hour. So you've always got that like goal that you're working mm-hmm. towards. Um, every 200 coins, you get a gift. That you, well, you get to buy a gift. Sometimes you get a free gift, but you get to buy a toy and it's basically a cereal box and it goes and explodes and in it is a new ship. Very occasionally you get the same ship, usually new. And oh my God, the ships. When I started playing this, I think there was about, I want to say 50 ships. I didn't actually look at the number. Um, and I got through, through the past week, a lot of these. Now, the thing I love about these ships, they're all based on the things that I love. There's a ship in there, no copyright infringement intended, called the Firebug and uh, a Firebug-class ship. Anyone that might know what that? You've got the Galactic. I'm looking through it now. You've got the Blue Eagle, Metal Cog. You've got the Puma. Puma for those uh, for those Halo players out there. The Shepherd. the Time Lou, the Pizza Man, the Classic, Classic Game, Space Dude, Mr. Mushroom, Astro. Twin. There are so many freaking things, and they're all based on sci-fi that I'm very familiar with. Yeah, I'm just looking at um, them <laughs> Astro, Astro Express from uh, Futurama.
1: There's an Infinicast? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs>
0: So, the game is awesome. I really like this game. I highly recommend this game. It was great. Now, I, by the sounds, it, it, looks like there was about 70 ships when I actually started playing. I haven't been able to put it down, playing it in bed, getting in trouble, playing it in bed, just basically wandering around, playing it endlessly and uh, really enjoying it. So, I thought, okay, for the review, I'll unlock as much stuff as I can so I can do a proper, you know, a nice reasoned review of all the content that I can get. So then last night... Are you still married? Uh, 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 loosely. Technically. <laughs> contractually, yes. Um, so last night at about what was it, 5 or 6 o'clock, I see this post from James. He goes, hey guys, a Halloween update's out. We've just released a whole <laughs> bunch of new ships and new content. And I'm like, fuck, fuck! And so I spent most of last night and a lot of this morning unlocking all the Halloween stuff. It's it's good. I, I think I will never unlock all the ships because I sense as I unlock more of them, more will come. And I... I um, well, it's quite, a sim- it's quite a simplistic game. Really. It is a simplistic game, but it's one of those ones like... The infinite runners that were on the early days of iPhone and Android, they were very simplistic, but they were fun. Mm. Lots and lots of fun. Crossy Road, very simplistic. It's fun. This, I, I dare say, this is more fun than Crossy Road. I liked it better.
1: There the, the, the used to be a... Um, remember those Falling Games? There's one with penguins. I've had that dream.
0: Um, Except there were no penguins in my dream.
1: Yeah, no, this one was great. Um, I remember playing this one. Falling the, penguins game. Yeah, it's like... It it, sadistic. I think it's like Penguin Run, something like that.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I've just remembered, actually. I, um, I had it on a, uh, on my iPad a while ago. And all, all it is, it's literally just a penguin falling. So, you just got to, you know, avoid obstacles and that kind of thing.
0: Um, well, that's bizarre. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally My- playing this game now, by the way, like Astro... Lost Astro Attack. Up. Astro Attack, Now, you yeah. can see what I mean. You go, I'll just, yeah, I'll just play it for a couple seconds. Okay, hang on. Now no, I've died. Wait. No, I just need to play it again. Just need... I'll just no, play I, just, it one more I time. just found a shield. Just, just one more level. I never have to die again. Oh, dude. Until you get the... Uh, you can get multiple power-ups at the same time, and they stack. So, yeah. you can get rapid shot, three-way shot, and wide beam, and then you destroy on everything. So, anyone listening out there, search for Astro Attack. It's on iOS, and it's on Android. Check it out. It's really, really awesome. It is really awesome. You oh, have to play it. I died. Oh, that'll happen. I must be on death seven hey, million two hundred forty-nine
1: thousand. I got my free gift.
0: There you go. You got coins. got. Let's see what we got. Oh, a thousand coins.
1: Jesus. Okay, get a ship. Uh, I can. Yep. So okay, here we go. And the
0: ship I got was <laughs> Mega Buddy. Oh, I haven't got that yet. You're a dick. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I like that. Check it out. So over to you. What was your game? You checked okay. out a game this week too. Okay.
1: So my game is one called Gumballs and Dungeons. Now, oh,
0: I remember you mentioning this. Yeah. Now, this one... Sounds fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the guys who created this... So it's a company called... Uh, hang on. I did look this up. Let me just look them up. Are those nicknames,
0: like street names for drugs? Gumballs and Dungeons? Oh, probably. Uh. It sounds like it is. Um, Written in King's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so... I thought this was going like I'm always looking for really simple games to play because you're uh, a very simple person. I am a very simple person, um, so I've got um I've got one game I play for example called Dots and Co. Right, right. as in Dots and Co. Um, and it's re- it's a really simple game. It's just a you basically create. You know, squares out of dots and it makes stuff disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you okay. know, little, little things like that. Um, uh, like, I've been playing um, one called Dungeon Boss for just forever. Um, Dungeon Boss is literally you power up your heroes and you go up against other
0: people. Yeah, I played that one. That was it's good.
1: very grindy. and It's not that much fun it's anymore. portable grind. Yeah, but I've got I'm so far into it now when that you I need have a bit to grind going.
0: Yeah. It's the end of a long day and you need a cool drink and some grind.
1: Exactly. Um, mm. So... Um this one I thought was going to be something simple like that. And it's not. It is really quite a complex game. Deceptively complex game. Um and really, then really start
0: simple and
1: they ease you into it. Well Yeah. The the guys who have created ease this in. are absolute geniuses, I think. Because they have paced this game so well that Every time I start to get even mildly bored and go, oh, I could probably give this away. Oh, this thing I've just unlocked, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and then I'll get to the point, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think I've got the hang of that. And, oh, yeah, what's this other game over here? Oh, my God, let's just unlock something else. Um, and, um, and as you go through each, score, each floor, you get um, what they call EP, which are basically just points, right? When you get a certain number of points, you can buy into certain classes. Each level of class... You go up. Um, you can you, you go up and you get different abilities. So to give you an idea, this is different paths you can go. You start off as a magic apprentice, and then you can choose to either be a black robe mage or a mage in white robes. If you go the black robe rage, uh, you can be a wizard, a conjurer, a fire master, a dark master, an earth master, a lord of elemental, a mage of destruction, a dark priest, um, or a plain prophet. If you go the white path, you can become a priest, an oracle, an air master, a light wow. master, a water master, wow. a light oracle, legendary mage, time lord. Oh my god. And the time lord's cool because it, it um, uh, there's a spell when in When is a time lord's not cool? Well, it, it, there's a spell called time stop, so which basically just freezes everyone right. for three. Now
0: I need to delete some no, of space. No, there's more pope. Pope. Actually, I haven't done pope yet, so I don't know what it is. There does. will, by the time people download this, there will probably be more by the sound of it.
1: I think they've mucked up their model. I think they've made it slightly too easy to not have to spend any money. Yeah. Only from an economic point of view for them, not as far as the game. The game, I think, is perfect.
0: Wow. Okay, well, that's a pretty shining review. Everyone check that out. Gumballs and dragons. On iOS and oh, no, Android no, 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 as well? G- Gumballs and dungeons. Gumballs and dungeons. Okay, Gumballs and dungeons. I was close. I got yeah. I got a bit of a bit of a, bit, a bit. Um, <gasps> Bam, hit you up. Top five run off the list. Top five casual games that you like but have rarely played. Death Spank. <laughs> I know the game you're talking about, but the fact that you just looked at me and said that was incredibly disturbing. Okay, but there's that one. Yeah. Death Thong, Spank.
1: Thong of Virtue.
0: I remember that's, that. That's one. the full name of it. I remember that one. I had the same thing. It's a fun um, and stupid game. She wants me dead, which I mentioned last week. Mm. Love the game. It's it's, it's hard enough. That you get you go play, 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 rage, and then you don't yeah. play it for a week, so love it, but haven't played it much, next
1: I want to like this game more, Disney Infinity
0: yeah, I want to like it more, but it's I crap. just
1: it is it's, it's garbage, I really want to like it more, and even my do you want to know what's not my, garbage? what's not
0: garbage, it's similar Lego Dimensions,
1: yes I still have that, and I just haven't had a chance to to play it. Well, so that I, can be on your list because you should play that. Yeah, no, That's I've, fantastic. I've, I've, play I've, all I've, of it now. Well, Get out I again. bought I bought the Doctor Who um, uh, expansion. You don't even need it. it. Oh, I mean, no, it's yeah, good, no, no, no. but uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I bought that because it's bloody Doctor Who. Um, I just haven't had a chance to play through it because it's no. f- it's more fun to do with another person. Yeah, it is. And scheduling at the moment, I play with pain. my daughter. Yeah, it's a great pleasure. I've
0: i been playing through with with my wife. Civ four. Liked it, but oh, yeah. couldn't. It's okay. I can't explain CIF4. I go, I really want to play that. And I'll play it for a few minutes and go, oh, I might come back to this later. But I really want to play it, but I can't hold into a game. It's yeah. bizarre. Can't work it out. Next for you. What are you Ooh. up to? Three?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Minecraft. Controversial, I know.
0: Yeah, I'm, I... I'm the same. I love Minecraft, but I, I did. I had one of those play stints where I played it to death for a bit, maybe twenty-four hours. Then I went, I'll come back to this, and I've occasionally ducked in. My daughter loves it. I play it with her every now and then. Yeah, I've, I've don't I, get much chance. I
1: found it. that Minecraft is too social. Yeah,
0: um, and you like things where you're not social, antisocial. Well, no, but nice behaviour that can get you on a government watch list. Careful. Nah, well, we'll
1: see. I'm, I'm at, the, I'm at the age now, and my friends, old. and my friends are at the age now. Where they're old, whether old, we have life. You know, it's difficult. It's, it's not, it's not as easy nowadays. Apply. We just have bills. Well, we used to have a, a LAN a month. Or we'd have a land that would last for three, three
0: weeks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, you can't do that anymore. No. We're too busy paying bills. Walking around, bumping into business people. that are trying to fist us. Uh, if you're the government <laughs> and you're listening to this, fuck off. No, don't <laughs> say that. That's a little mean. The poor... Ah, they are a bunch of pricks. Anyway, uh, Cave Story Plus. Like the game, it was a little indie game. Never finished it. I've never heard It's a good little platformer. Never finished it. Come not put it down. Um, mm. I can actually list off my final two here. Limbo. Really like the look of Limbo. <gasps> oh never
1: my god! Gotten... I want to like it more. Yeah, it's too. It's too difficult. Yeah,
0: it's just slightly too difficult. I think I got stuck at somewhere. Um, the other one was the Star Trek mobile game. The really? the recent one. Yeah, it's like a trading card based. Um, you go on like away missions and you use cards to to play characters and you get characters from different. Okay, I the saw reason that I like this and assumed it started was lame. off and it the beginning was voiced by John Delancey as Q. And oh, I went, okay. I love this immediately. Yeah. And the idea is like all of the different timelines have just been fucked. Or, and for, so, so,
1: or for some you know. of you out there who may know John Delancey by his other most famous oh, role from My Little Pony. From you,
0: My Little Pony. <laughs> he's in everything, man. He's in StarCraft too. A friend of mine pointed that out the other day. Yeah, the, uh, the Legacy of the Void. Play this one. Oh, I have I played that yet. You've got to. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. So you get out in, in missions and stuff like that. And I, I really... The thing is, I just don't have time to play it. Like, I feel that you need to put a lot of commitment. Because I, I collected, like, three alternate versions of Picard and combined the similar ones into, like, a mega Picard. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, my, that's my list. God, I'm not even sure what mine ones would be. Oh, that's balls. oh, I know. Um, you came up
1: with the question. I know. Um, okay, there was a oh, remind me of the name. It was a. It was a uh, uh, one of the battlefields. Mortal Kombat. No, <laughs> battlefield. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> battlefield Eight: The Search for More Battlefield. No, I um I can't remember the name of it. I feel really bad now. Twenty-one forty-two. No, no, no. It was um nineteen forty-two. It was completely. It was completely
0: off. One. That
1: was like. Battlefield, Battlecry, or something like that. Battlefield, Vietnam. No. Hang I on. think
0: I've listed them all,
1: haven't I? No, you haven't. There's another one, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Battlefield,
0: My Little Pony. I don't know where. <laughs> what is it? I can't remember. Well, it sounds like it made a real impact.
1: <laughs> it really did. Just, I liked Vietnam. I'm just quickly, I love playing I'm really quickly loud quickly music while you on.
0: crash planes into other players. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. My entire playstyle in that game was colliding vehicles and people's. What's Horrible. What's the name of this goddamn game? Battlefield 4. Battlecry? Battle Four 5. Battlecry. Battlecry isn't a Battlefield game. Yes, it is. Wrong genre. Nope. Oh. Nah, I can't find
1: it. Bad Company. Bad Company.
0: Oh, that one, yes.
1: Yes. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, the only reason I didn't play it was more it was just quite simply, uh, I didn't know enough people playing it. But it was a great land game because yeah. it actually
0: worked. Yeah. There are very few land games now. They're all online. Yeah. Okay, talking about LANs and gaming, top five most... Uh, I'm not going to say worst, but most... Uh... Memorable or impactful gaming experiences it can be to land or online or I, I whatever know, the fuck. I know what story. I know what number think. one is because I've taken a photo of it so I can put it on the Twitter feed later. Yeah, I know what because that's the you most bizarre fucking thing I've ever seen anyone write down.
1: Okay, I have three stories. You go first. I'm, I'm not going to do top five because it'll take too long. Okay, just do top three. Top three. Keep mm-hmm.
0: them succinct. Okay. Hit the, <laughs> so hit the topic.
1: Okay, so my number one. Um, I'm just going to summarise it. Naked Asian man. At a weekend land. Uh huh. Now, if right. you're if you're out there, Fongy, you know who you are. <laughs> this what? was why was he naked? Uh, okay. So, um, no, that's the important
0: bit. Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. Why? we
1: we need some context. Okay. So, um, uh, I got I got married. Oh God, I shouldn't have started the sentence. Uh, nine years not the context. nine years ago. Yeah, okay, nine years ago. I, I got married nine nine years ago. Okay. sounds about right. Um. <laughs> And because I, this is, this is how cool I am. I didn't have a Bucks night. I had a Bucks LAN. So, that was just uh, basically, uh, how long was it? I think we did about 50 hours, 50 or 60 hours um, of just straight landing. So, we had a wow. Call of Duty 4 um, LAN game going on. Someone uh-huh. set up a server. We got up to literal thousands of kills at one point. Wow! Um, and there was just a bank of computers. There were 35 people we fit into our house and our house at the time was not a big house it was wall to wall there was not a single area in the house other than beds it wasn't filled with computers um the, we had to climb in and out of the windows because all the doors were all had computers up against i've them. had that land everyone's had that one um and this is when we lived out at Roachdown. really really tiny little house um so anyway um i remember one thing about that night it was that i drank 23 cans of v in four hours. I didn't you feel you must have well. an
0: amazing memory of that night, yeah. It was a very energetic. Night. You probably needed to go to the hospital. Well, I
1: went and lay down for a while, and I remember <laughs> I, that's the minimum with, you can do, yeah, when you with have that many V's. with like heart palpitations. And I and I called my wife who was out on um, her uh, what do they call it? What's 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 night? Yeah, um, uh, she was out on a Hens night, and I just said, So I just drank 23 23 cans of v, And She's like, Oh, okay, how do you feel? I went, Not the best. I think goes, Oh, yeah. She goes, you got heart palpitations? And I go, yeah. And she goes,
0: yeah, it sucks for you. And then hung up on me. So, I you just... like <laughs> you, you literally... You went down the nerdy version of... Uh, you went down the legal nerdy version of, I have just done a whole stack of coke. And I don't know what's going on. But see, the interesting thing, I don't remember even drinking
1: at that. Like, I don't think we drank any alcohol. I think it was just all energy drinks.
0: Yeah, and only drank energy drinks. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it even occurred to
1: me to... To get alcohol. Okay,
0: hang on. Moving on. Why anyway, was this Asian okay, guy naked? So, um, uh, interested in the tale of Fongy and his.
1: Some people went home, and and slept after and then he came was back. naked or before? no no no. So, <laughs> so it got to about two in the morning, and yeah, okay. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah. left and went and slept in beds, and some people just basically crashed where they were. Um, quite a few people just curled up underneath the desk, and in died. amongst yep. wires and whatever. And um, and my my desk, like my standard desk, was kind of off. Um, in a little alcove, kind of. It was a bit weird. It was like it was like they meant to build an office, but never put a oh, double, okay. like a double yeah. door on it. So it was just sort of in, in there, and um and I went and slept in my bed, obviously because you know I live. You there. have a bed. I have a bed, and I came out in the morning and I sat down, um, uh, ready to go, and then um suddenly this guy Fongy, who was like a, a skinny Asian guy, he looked he actually looked he had the um the physical um uh, uh, uh attributes of like Bruce Lee. So he was like, he was like short and skinny, and um, uh, he just appeared naked between my legs. And I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? What the hell? Yeah. So this is,
0: this is, this is, but this is not a dear Playboy letter. No, no, he'd
1: taken off all of his clothes. Why? Well, he was a bit, he was a bit hot and then curled Uh up underneath the desk. And I said, but why did you take your pants off? And he goes, oh, because it was hot. I went, no, but. But you weren't just but in your underwear, Fongy. You were naked. Why were you naked? And he goes, "Oh, well, it was hot everywhere." I went, like, "Why didn't you just sleep somewhere other than
0: under your desk?" Under
1: the desk. And he's like, "Oh, it was too cold anywhere else." I went, like, <laughs> "What?"
0: So, <laughs> so he chose the hot place so he could take all his clothes off. Yeah. Right.
1: So, so that's my that's my number one. What okay, my
0: number one. Oh. Uh my number one even though it's not explicitly gaming related uh and it's interesting parallels to yours except there's no asian guy popping out from between my legs why not um no naked guy popping out from between my legs um actually one one really good thing about foggy is what? that
1: at lands he he used to do um uh Meth? He did, no he he was um i think he might have just been flat karate maybe um, Okay. so very very like he was a very powerful guy even though he was quite small that, that's what I mean. He had the physique of- This like, story's slated. getting weirder. Yeah, he was, like, he was actually quite muscly, um, but he would walk around behind people and lands while you were playing and just just absently like, give people massages, but this guy's
0: hands were like steel rods. Was he naked when he was giving people massages? <sighs> See, now thinking back, maybe I never really noticed because you'd be looking at the computer. I'm going to move on to my story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's going dark places. Schoolies? Uh, for schoolies- Oh, um, schoolies- oh god. <laughs> For schoolies, um, because we were all unpopular and not cool at all, um, we went to the beach and we had to land in a little like apartment thing next to the beach. Went out swimming during the day and land at night. Now, I remember one of the best memories I have of any gaming situation was I was sitting there playing, I think it was Quake 3, with a couple of other guys, one of them playing Ramstein, the other guy trying to bash the dude on the head to stop and play Ramstein. And one of my good mates, Matty, he decided to go down to the beach without putting on any sunscreen. And he went out at 9 in the morning I want to say, and he got back at about 2. Now he walked in and he was a very fright he looked like Zoidberg, like that color. Wow. He was bad. And um we said, "Hey, you got a little bit of sunburn there, Maddie." He went, "No, it's okay." He goes because I have a family like this recipe thing that really works to, you know, alleviate the sunscreen and I'm assuming he'd intended he was, he was remembering it was aloe vera so what is it he goes you get a little bit you get a bowl a little bit of flour you mix it up in the bowl and you basically just put it on That's with a, some water but this is and glue yeah, uh huh and so let's keep going and he said you get some newspaper and basically wrap it up and the thing is you put it on and it's soothing and then you peel it off I went. I'm pretty sure that's not going to work. He's no, it's fine. It's what I've done it before. So he put he covered his arms and his, his belly and these things in this um in this paper with um school children out there. And you know what happens when you mix flour and water and yes. put paper in it? It's pa- paper basically mache. paper mache. Yeah. So he went and laid down for two hours, and we're all going. I don't know what's going to happen when he got up. So he walks into the living room and he can't move because you know how sunscreen's got that de- that sunburn's got that delay. Yeah, like, you yeah, don't yeah. feel burned and then, you feel, so and then he wakes up and he's feeling the burn. He's like, Gu- guys, I-, I can't move. I, c- I, can't, I can't move anything because I'm like, it's all gone hard and I can't move. And I can't move my arm or anything. I'm <laughs> like, okay, we'll take it off. He goes, I can't get it off. It's adhered to my skin. So, we had to spend the next probably 20 minutes ripping his the top layer of his skin off with the... Oh, See, wow. See, here's the thing: I
1: never understand. Um, parents of nerds, you have nothing to worry about, really. No. Like when we go to schoolies, this is the shit that happens. Yeah, people don't get drunk and pregnant. The most
0: adventurous things that happened to schoolies is we got drunk and we we wanted to see what would happen when you put those little gummy things on a tray and oven baked them. It's they not go- good. They melt. No. No. No, some of them burst into flame. Really, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd avoid doing that, especially with it's not your oven. Some of them explode.
1: You know, there there is actually a high school experiment, and oh, my wife will be able to tell you more about what it actually does. She's the scientist. But... Where you blow
0: up gummies? I'm in. Mean.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no. You, you drop a gummy into some kind of liquid, and it like it screams and then shoots out the top. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: I can't remember what the uh, what the actual liquid is, but That's it's also a- terrifying. Wouldn't that give kids nightmares? Well, I don't know. Great. But, Bring it on.
1: Well, they do it for high school students.
0: anyway. Two, two other quick ones, I'll because I can wrap up my, my other two stories pretty quick. I know we're doing top five, but like you said, limited to three, because these could go on forever. Yeah. Um, a mate of mine who used to own an enormous CRT monitor, and he would reheat his burgers from Hungry Jack's on the back of the monitor. Do you know what that does to a burger? Um... Radioactivizes uh, it? I think so. I don't know what it does to a burger, but I can tell you the amount of vomit that came out of him after he had this burger. And what's even better? Three lands later, he did it again. We need to... Yeah, I'll, I'll hit up the burger and then... Yeah.
1: See, it's, that I would be very interested to know what was actually causing that.
0: Anyone out there that's in the science that knows what happens when you cook a burger on the back of a CRT screen, Probably. Um, food it's, food it stores? does something bad to it. Now, the, the final one is, uh, Lane, I had one at Paddington, really small room, and there was about 20 people in it. There's a mate of mine couldn't find a desk anywhere or a chair, so he had a high stool. And he put his feet up on top of a key, uh, of a um, like TV cabinet, and he balanced a CRT monitor on his legs, and the keyboard on his like groin. And nice. The problem the problem was there's no way he could get down without help because someone needed to lift the monitor yeah. off him while he went to the bathroom. Oh, good old CRT monitors. So, what are your other your other two? Okay, so to round up this one, one, one of mine is really short. One of mine
1: is slightly longer, but I promise it's worth the ending. This sounds like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> So, the first is that one, the punchline to it. Yeah, no. So, so one is um, a good man of mine. He, um, uh, he's now an investment guy, like an investment advisor for super He's a sales guy. Uh, yeah. 80s sales guy. Uh, he and I used to play StarCraft, uh, yeah. StarCraft 1 over Dial Up. And our record for a game was 22 hours. Yeah, it was a great game. And then somebody called one of our houses. What? Well, when you're on dial up, remember someone calls oh, and. Yeah,
0: I you, forgot that. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah, call waiting. Yeah, you'd you've have got to, to turn you'd off actually call, call waiting. Telstra and get them to turn it off. Now yeah. I remember that. Um, <laughs> conk Fuck. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. So that was that one. So that, uh, that was a guy named Blake. Um, good on you, Blake, if you're listening. Um, and okay, so my third story. So this one, um, this one involves a, a gentleman named Glenn. Um, and a game called Fable 3.
0: Oh, I remember Fable 3. Now,
1: Fable 3, um, I never got past really the first Didn't area. You
0: murder everyone in the yeah. whole city. Okay,
1: so there were three things that I did. And my, this, this is the, probably the one and only game that my wife has actually played through all to the end. Mm. Right? She's not a gamer, but um, she played this one 100% of the way through. Um, uh, number one is Did you know that you can create slums? By buying up all the property and then increasing all of the costs until people are oh, so yes. poor that they I've start, read that. yeah, they start protesting. So at one point that happened, and so I went down to one of the slums and to address the issue and got mobbed by all the villagers. I then murdered about five of them, and all the complaints went away. So I was effectively <laughs> a slum lord. The second thing thing was, um, yeah, this um, uh, uh, friend of mine, Glenn, um, uh, when you do multiplayer, you technically go into the other person's world. You don't have a shared world in Fable 3. So, I went into his world and he basically showed me around and um, then he had to go and he disconnected. I did not. So, I murdered every single person. (laughs) Uh, in his game, and then he came to call the following day, and he's wrong like, with you. "And he was started posting on Facebook, like there's something wrong with my Fable three game. There's, there's nobody in it."
0: <laughs> that actually, that, that reminds me of the slightly off topic, but then again, the whole podcast is off topic, so it doesn't really matter. Um, you remember Oblivion? Yes, I like to call it the game where every every voice actor was the same. Yeah, everybody knows your name because it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um. Yeah, um, that was that was at the it wasn't the beginning, but it was when uh, there was a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on in Oblivion about emergent behavior uh, when they first released it because the AI wasn't it wasn't broken, it just did weird stuff because it combined in unexpected ways. My favorite story from that was there was a guy that went on to the um, Bethesda forum and said, "I've got some some weirds going on like there's there's nobody in any of like all these villages like six villages there's no one and there's an NPC I have to talk to to complete a quest can't do it." And they went, oh, this is weird. So, like, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. They went back and forth for a while. And then he said, okay, okay, something even weirder, guys. I, like, traveled outside the city for a while and I came to this, like, this cave, this outcropping thing, and there were all of these dead people lying on the ground and then there was a horse that was on fire. And so, the support team's like, "Uh uh-huh, right? he's like. Nobody knew what had happened. Now, he went away and loaded a previous save game and he started like using teleport command, teleported these for just to find out what the hell happened. He came kept going, okay, guys, I've worked out what happened. And what happened was this. There was a horse in a barn there somewhere and something happened. I think someone, one of the NPCs knocked something over, which actually set fire to something. Now, right. set fire to this barn the horse was standing under. The horse caught fire. And then the horse ran through the town because the horse was startled. Big... Be- because it was on fire.
1: Right.
0: Makes sense. All of the villagers, their AI says, oh, look, that horse is on fire. A thing is on fire. We should do something about the thing that's on fire. So, all the villagers started running after the horse to try and put the horse out. Then the horse was spooked because a whole shitload of villagers were chasing it, and it was on fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> it ran through two other villages. Same thing happened. Then there was a point where the horse got stuck on part of the terrain. And all the villagers came in and got too close, burned to death, but the horse, for some reason, did not die. Thus ends the story of the burning horse and the hundreds of dead villagers. That's fantastic. It's the best thing that's ever happened in any game.
1: Okay. Ever. So... So coming, so coming back to Fable 3, so this is the third thing that happened. So Glenn and I were playing around with a mechanic that was in the game, which were basically, um, I don't know if you remember, but the, the giant faces that were on yeah, doorways. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you had to do weird oh, things, things to get them to weird. open up. I hated so you had, had to come back with certain items or you had to say certain things. So Glenn and I, um, we, uh, we worked out a few of them. You actually need multiple people. Because for one of them, the, the message was very clear. You had to have a child and bring the child back. Okay. And if you brought that back, then it would open up and you get whatever treasures behind it. But one yeah. of them, before we got to that point, um, I was I had a female character, and he had a male character. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you're gonna have to look at the ass of someone for like you know hours and hours on end, well, there you go. You may as well be a female character, <laughs> right? Um. So we um we were talking to this one, and it's it was basically the message was it wanted you to interact. Right, you wanted you wanted it wanted a male and a female character to be interacting. Okay, and in the game, you don't really choose what you say; you just have to. You, you get options for: do you want to fight with someone? Do you yeah, want to, yeah. Do you, do you want to? They had like a love heart, I think, which if you want to express affection. I think or it was something.
0: similar to some of the original Sim stuff, which is yeah. like happy, sad, mean, good. Bad. So
1: after the second or third time of interacting, the only ones that were coming up were the love heart ones. So then. The two characters, I'm not going to say they started talking dirty, but they were talking very romantically. And then we noticed that they were talking that, filthy. Yeah, and, and it was they were talking about, you know, having physical relationship and, and so on and so forth. And then we noticed the our gold was going up, and we're like, what is, the hell? Is this fucking face <laughs> paying us?
0: Like <laughs> didn't to make characters talk dirty?
1: Yeah. Um and then it opened up and we're like, what the hell? And then, we, and then that was when we found the one that's, that was very clearly you need to have a child. And we're like, how the hell do you do that? And then we, we worked out, you have to get married, right? And it was a lovely uh, courtyard wedding that, uh, that Glenn put on. It was great. Sunset. So, Glenn and I got married. And then uh, we worked out that you, um, he, has to, he had to buy me a house which he did. It was a lovely cottage just outside of the main right, village. Okay. Right. So, we bought the house. And In the slums or is that we like, the slums? And then we're slums? like, now what? Like, do we just wait? And so, we're wandering around this house and um, my wife was sitting next to me because she's like, this is a weird game. and I'm like, you fucking tell me about it, right? Because she hadn't done any of this. She yeah. just played single player. And we went up to the bed and I clicked the bed and it went, do you want to have unprotected sex with Glenn? I remember that. And I'm like- I don't. <laughs> really? My wife dives across the table to hit the enter key. <laughs> and then, like, and everything then goes black, and you hear... wow, <laughs> And then a baby crying. I'm like... That's quick. Oh, we've
0: got a baby. <laughs> Kids. Kids in school, this is why you use protection. This is yeah. exactly what actually happens. Yeah. This, is, this is fact. Um, use protection.
1: And then we Suit took, up. and then we took the child back, and it led us into this area, and we got like I don't know, like fifty cold or something. Like it was really. So hang on, this game. This game
0: has essentially encouraged you to talk filthy with someone, have unprotected sex, and then sacrifice your baby to a talking head that's built into a wall. Yeah, yeah that's a bit messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's ne- that's, um, that's level of messed up of. Um, did they no, they didn't do black and black and white. Did they? Who did black and white?
1: Black and white was um, not Sid Myers. What's his name? Um, Peter Peter Molino.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had um that had some interesting weird stuff. Well, that it was supposed well.
1: to be emerging age AI, and it oh, just... it was. No, it oh, was. Oh, it kind of
0: was. Okay. Uh, it, hey, fe- it fell flat. Spence, feel free to call in and tell him what you managed to get your um your creature to do. He actually managed to get a large creature that he, he would roam around. It would find villages. It would shit on the villages and then set them on fire.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! And
0: then it would go oh, and move on to the next village. And yeah, uh, he—I don't know how he trained it to do that, but I, I think mean, you, you had to work hard, beating it very hard. Yeah, it's had a bad upbringing if that's what it thinks is acceptable. Yeah, I think that rounds off that list. So, so in um in summarising, Astro Attack, lots of fun, Uh gumballs and, and Dungeon. dungeons, perfect game. There you go, whole bunch of things that we didn't really play, but liked horrible things and a naked guy jumping out from between pucks legs so that's the show in summary next week (laughs) next week we're gonna have actually an interesting show we're gonna have some special guests on again for halloween our horror and thriller and scary shit game (laughs) wow vincent price will be in (laughs) (laughs) dead or not (laughs) doesn't matter uh so everyone yeah tune in next week this is Cubal. This is Buck signing off. See you guys next week.